It's Monday night. So you know what that means. Another dumpster fire episode of The Loud Pedal. I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Clark Griswold. What's up? The co-hostess with the most is the money laundering queen herself, Jennifer Punchy Houseman. And of course, (laughs) Houseman, yeah, whatever. And of course, me, the mouth. We are joined by the lady outlaw. Mayor Stelfox, welcome to the show, Mayors. Well, thank you, and thank you for having me. How's everybody nope. doing? We're doing all right. We're we're better now that we're talking to you. That's right. Oh, good for you. <laughs> good for me. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> that's hope. We'll have some so, fun tonight. Yes, we are. That's what that's what we like to do here. So, Mayors, how did you get your racing career started? Well, um, when I was little, I was the fourth of five girls, and my grandfather, he was into racing. Actually, he promoted a racetrack back in the 30s when my mom was a kid, and I didn't know that till after my grandmother died. But anyway, he uh, he built us all a go-kart, and I was probably four, but when I got in that thing, I was like, this is what I want to do. Unfortunately, he died when I was young, so I never really went any farther than that, but uh, later in life, I I got involved with a micro sprint. Actually, I got involved with a sprint car team. Um, I went to a mall show at Granite Run Mall, and Bridgeport oh, wow. had a bunch of cars in there, and they had sprint cars in there, and we were looking at one of these cars, and this girl came out, and she's like, hey, how you doing? And she went to school with my husband, so it was their car we were looking at. We got on their team, and I hated it, you know, because I always wanted to run top fuel. Growing up, that was my dream, running top fuel. And uh, I used to go to a lot of those kind of races when I was younger. But then we started going to the to the dirt races, and I, I hated it. it. Grew on me very quickly. It grew on me very quickly, though. And then I started saying, I want to do this. And everybody laughed at me because they're like, girls don't do this. Girls just don't do this. So um, anyway, I wore my I wore them out and and got a got a micro sprint, which kind of shocked me because that's not what I was intending to do. But it's probably a good thing because uh, I learned a lot going up through the ranks. You know what I mean? And I uh, I raced at Airport Speedway, which holy mackerel, that taught people a lot because when I was racing there in the 250 top division, there was 50 60 cars a night in my class. Wow. Shoot. To fight wow. for 18 spots. 18? Yeah. 18. That, well, that's what they started back at airport. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you had to really, you had to really be on your game there. You know what I mean? So, um, first year I had some, some goals I was put upon me that I had to finish in the top 10 the first year and we did. And the second year, I had to finish in the top five, and we finished fourth. And the third year, I had to win the championship. And the last night of racing was double points. I was third going into the night, and we knew we had to do really well. And we came out the champion, and it was awesome. That was just that an is awesome, awesome night. There you go. Look at that. That's awesome. So uh, going back to Airport Speedway, the crazy thing is I literally live 15 minutes from Airport Speedway, and I've never been there. You're kidding me. Nope. No. Well, yeah. let me tell you something. Back in the mid-80s, that was the place. There were so many cars. I mean, I went there a few years back, and I was sorely disappointed. They didn't even have as many cars in every division 
as they had in just my division when I raced there. It's oh. sad. But yeah, that was, that was the place. They really had a, an amazing car count. Have you been back there recently? Are they doing better now? Actually, I haven't been back there since, like I said, some, maybe five or six years ago. I don't know. Um, but it was kind of disappointing when you had so many divisions that divisions had three cars in it, in a, in a feature. It was ridiculous. And no, I, I did not go back after that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's not good at all. So, Maris, who gave you uh, your first URC ride? We bought, we, we did. Um, it was me and my ex, and we, like I said, we moved up from, we went to the, from the micros, then we did the Tri-State Micro Sprint Outlaws in 88, and then in 89, a guy named Dick Thompson gave me a ride in a midget, and shortly thereafter, we bought our own midget and raced with ARDC for two years, and then we bought a sprint car up in Rhode Island. I'll never forget bringing it home. Hmm. It was a giant hurricane in September of 1990. Oh, my gosh. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so we um, we put that together and ran two or three races that fall and then did the opener icebreaker at Lincoln. That was my first real race, you know what I mean, like, in the sprint car. So, of course, we were not racing with our same kind of cars. We were racing with the 410s, but just to get my feet wet, you know what I yeah, mean? And get right, yeah, 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 absolutely. We went out there. So, uh, when I ran with URC the first time around, it was, it was a, just our own car. You know, we didn't have a lot of sponsors, so I picked up a couple extra part-time jobs in addition to my full-time job so that I could to do it, you know, for to do it, but it was it was a blast. I wouldn't change it for the world. So, uh, you know, racing with the URC, who was your uh, who was your favorite driver to to run against? Who was like that one driver that kind of motivated you to be a little bit better? Um, I guess I would have to say one of them was Greg Coverdale because Greg and I ran micros together back in the day. Greg was good. So when I yeah when I moved up to URC. Um, I had high hopes to be rookie of the year, but then I found out Greg was moving up. <laughs> I know I was. There was no hope. You know what I mean? But um, Greg and his family are awesome people. I ran against, you know, I ran with him and his father and his uncle in the micros. And, of course, him in the, in the uh, sprint cars. And and Glenn Charles was really awesome. He was he was easy to talk to. He helped me out a lot. Gave me a lot of guidance. Midge Miller. I, I you know, I, I got friendly with Midge Miller and Midget. And uh, he told me something I'll never forget. He said, when you when you start moving up, just remember one thing. Never drive faster than you can steer. And I, so I, I think of those words often when he said that, you know. Good guy. That actually makes a lot of sense. Like, it, when you sit there and you think about it. Uh, yeah. I mean, basically, if you're not smooth, you're not going anywhere. You know what I mean? No, Some people, right. They drive over their head and they're fast, but they're they're not smooth. And smoothness is what is make is going to make you good. And I always tried to be very smooth. Yeah, I mean we see that in a lot in modifieds, guys driving <laughs> with their head. Yeah, there's a couple of numbers we could throw out there and tell you exactly who they are, but we won't do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, sure. <laughs> I'm I mean, sure. what did what did it for me as a fan? Why I became a fan of yours when I first saw you? Oh, let's say. 20 some odd years ago, 
at Orange County when the URCs came. Somebody said, see that 56 out there? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, dude, that's a chick. I'm like, okay. So you go out there, you run. Yeah, he goes, that's a chick. I'm like, all right, I'll watch. So I think he wound up finishing, I don't know, I want to say third or fifth that night in the A-Main. Go down, bet you into pits, and you hung out with me for like an hour. Nobody nobody even, these two on my show don't even hang out with me for an hour. So thank you for that. <laughs> it's fun, you know. I I, ha- I always had a good time with the fans. I always had a lot of people come up and talk. And funny because my mom was at some races with my son when he was young. And, and uh, a few times when we would win, she'd say, it was funny because a lot of people who didn't know, you know what I mean? They'd be like, holy, you know what? It's a girl. You know, my mom used to really enjoy hearing the different stuff that came out. You know? and, and Mares, guys, Mares is tiny, too. I'm like, what? Where? Uh, okay, there she is. <laughs> and she made some yeah, noise. Yeah, when I was racing, too, I was so. five, two, 100. Well, actually, I was about 90 pounds when I, when I started racing. Yeah. So I was, I was a little, little, yeah. And she could wheel a car. So, uh, you know, now, nowadays it's, it's, uh, it's very common to see, you know, female, female drivers in pretty much every, uh, every class come, coming and going. Uh, but, but back, you know, in the late eighties, early nineties, when you started racing, you know, it wasn't as common. So what was that like, you know, almost like breaking the barrier? Well, that basically was, I was the pioneer, I guess you want to call it, um, because when I, when I went into it, there was a couple girls in the, in the micros. There were no girls in the midgets and there were no girls in the sprint cars. And it was a little, little difficult because some of the guys, they didn't look at me as another driver. Um, and I guess I wish they had of because that's all I really was, was another driver. Um, if it helped any of the clubs having me there and and bring more fans and sponsorships, which I was told in a few instances it did, then good, good. You know what I mean? I was glad I was I was able to help out, but I was just there as a driver, not as like the first female to do this or the first female to do that. Because um, I just love it. You know, I mean, uh, when my grandfather put me in the car when I was four years old. I just knew that's what I wanted to do, and I just loved it. You know, one of my one of my sad stories is when uh, in January of '94, I got a phone call from Harry Rainier's son, Lauren, and they wanted me to come run NASCAR for them. And I was married at the time, and my ex flipped out, and it didn't go anywhere because of personal things. Right. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think now if if I had done that. Where could I be? You know, that was 94. That was way before any other females were really involved. And, and I said to him, how did you get my name? You know, where did you get my name from? Cause I didn't realize, I guess at the time that there's people out there scouting people, you right. know, and basically that's what they did. They scouted me and he said, everywhere we called, no matter where we called in the United States, your name was always the one that came up. So that wow. was kind of cool. You know, I, um, it's funny because I lost touch with Lauren after that happened. And then like 18 years later, I'm on Facebook and I type in a name in and there came this Lauren Rainier. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I wonder if that could be related to this guy. <laughs> so I sent him a message and darn if it wasn't him, you know. And then we kind of connected a little bit and uh, went to a couple of the racetracks at Dover, I guess, and Pocono and hung out with them a little bit. But, you know, I mean, 
racing is just such a giant family, you know, and once it you're is. in the family, you're in the family. Yep. And that's what's really wonderful because we're all there for each other all the time. I, I went through a really tough time when I was going through my divorce and um, I went out of my comfort zone and I took my son to a racetrack and I'm so glad I did because they're all like, where have you been? Where have you been? And, you know, and it was nice having family back when I felt all alone. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. A support group, definitely. <clears throat> yeah. And then, it's so funny because um, Joe Grandinetti, who I met when I was racing midget in the, you know, in the late 80s and 90s, um, I ran into him at motorsports when I had taken Matthew, and he's like, oh, let's get together, you know, and because Joe and I were always friendly, and he said to me, I made a commitment if I ever got a sprint car, I wanted you to drive it because you're so smooth and you're so good and you can handle a race car. So, Joe ended up buying my whole everything from my ex. <laughs> and I drove the car that was on the cover of the Open Wheel magazine in 94 <laughs> Nice for Joe when I came back to racing in 2001. Nice. And uh, it's funny because um, Mark always made me use a really little wheel, a little steering wheel, a 13-inch. And Joe's like, oh, my God, you know, how'd you ever drive this car? I'm like, well, he said I had to drive this because I'm little, so I needed a little wheel. And Joe <laughs> goes, no, the smaller the wheel, the harder it is to drive. Yeah, the more you got to turn it. Yeah, really. He put a bigger wheel on, and and uh, we went out. In the first three races, I did terrible because, like, I wasn't able to work out. I had a, I had a, you know, a small child, and things were just different. And I'm like, I can't do this. You know, you better get somebody else. After the third race, I told him he needed to get somebody else after warm up, and. Uh, they were all hanging around the car, and somebody came over and said, don't worry, you'll be fine. We found a problem with the steering. And I'm thinking, well, I didn't see them change anything, you know what I mean? So how's it going to be any better? So I went out for the heat race, and Joe goes, you're going to be fine. Well, we went out for the heat race, and I was like, oh, my God, we won the heat race. The steering was so easy. The reservoir was dry, and that's what was wrong. For three weeks, I was driving with barely any nope. power steering. No. Oh, no power steering so, fluid. Oh, Mares, Mares, you always check so the oil after, first. Oh, my God. You know, it was like crazy. So then three weeks later, we won the Twin 20s at Bridgeport, and we won six or eight races that year, and it was just amazing. Joe and I worked so well together, and and just a few little changes that he made. The car was the same car I ran, but it was so much easier to drive because, you know, a few little changes. You know, so... But it was fun. I mean, I had some really fun times, like when when Frank Lewis flew me out to run with CRA, and when was that, 93? And I was running the backup, uh, Lila McSpadden's backup car and hung out with their crew the whole weekend. It was really awesome. So um, then we came back and won our first URC feature. So uh, that was pretty cool. The first but, female to do that, too. Yes. And I think and I have I think, to tell you this funny story. You're going to enjoy this funny story. I'm trying to think what year it was. Um, I think it was '93. I think it was '93 when the World of Outlaws had came came across to uh, Bridgeport, right? So okay. we were friendly with the Coneys, and Mark told Bobby the Coney that we were going to race that race. So Bobby's like, oh, yeah, tell her to put her big girl pants on. She's going to soil and blah, 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 right? <laughs> so we go out, we qualify, we run the feature. And I think Bobby broke, but it doesn't matter because he, I still finished ahead of him because he broke, right? Right. 
I went over after I just couldn't I couldn't contain myself. I went over and I I just looked at him and I laughed, started laughing. I said, "What's the matter, Bobby? Did you forget your big boy pants?" Oh, <laughs> we had so much fun with that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're good people too, the Tonys. Mares, who is your racing idol? Well, when I was little, it was Shirley Muldowney because, like I said, I wanted to run top fuel. But about 10 years old, I realized what a disappointment she was. And that's when I decided if I ever... The three-time no. world champion. No, not at all. Three-time world champion? It was okay. <laughs> Very disappointing because as a kid, okay, every time I went to a top fuel race and stood there with my little autograph book and my pen and just wanted her autograph, wanted hoping that I could at least say hello to her and truck driver mail. You know, um, no interest in in, in the fans. Uh, it's just disappointment. Right. And I remember thinking to myself, if I ever get to drive a race car, I will never do that to my fans. And I tried to live by that. Yeah, that's terrible. That, oh, man, that's terrible. So, my idols, I don't really know that I have idols, because once that happened to me, it was kind yeah, of like kind a disappointment, of, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I just I was do. hoping to be a good role model for someone else, that's all. And um, I, I mean, honesty and integrity are very important to me, and I try to show that to everyone all the time, and I try to be a good role model and just make kids feel not the way I was made to feel. You know, trying to get that darn autograph I never got. Yeah, kids kids really look up to the drivers and you know, just athletes in general and sometimes it's uh, extremely disappointing the way they, they treat their fans. Um, I know. So. And and I I made a vow I'd never if I ever got in a position I would never ever let that happen. And I, I think, tried really hard my whole career not to let that happen and to go out of my way for people uh going going back to to racing what was your uh, favorite track to race at um i like grandview a lot uh and bridgeport i think maybe because they were close to home <laughs> bridgeport was good for me because when i was racing for joe and the jaspers i was 20 minutes from home and oh, i was you. going through like i said a divorce and i i had to be close to home if something happened with my son and my ex so um, that worked out really well for me. Um, it's a little, the track was probably a little too big for those cars because, um, you know, it's motor track. Right. But and I haven't, I actually haven't been to Bridgeport since they changed it. I'm looking forward to getting to one of the races and seeing, seeing the racing on that track now because I heard it's pretty intense. Have you watched any of the videos or anything of it? I've watched a couple videos, but you know what? A video is nothing compared to being there. That's, oh yeah, absolutely. True. This is yeah. true. <clears throat> but, dirt but dirt modifieds. What's that? But dirt modifieds are doing slide jobs now. I heard. I heard it's pretty intense. So I hope to be getting there. I don't know if I'll make it to the World Outlaws, but um, one of these races I want to get there for. I'll be there tomorrow. I'll be there oh, yeah. July third. Yeah, I'll be there for the Super Dirt Car Series. I'll be there tomorrow, so I'll be there for that race. I'll be at the World Outlaws race too. Good. Well, maybe I'll get to see you there. Absolutely. I'll come get your autograph. <laughs> I'll bring some cards. How's that? <laughs> Absolutely. 
I just want to let you know I have her autograph and her 164 scale sprint car that she signed for me. So, haha. I do. I so do. <laughs> My son tried to play with it the other day and he got yelled at. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'd love to pick up some more of them. I have a couple left that I'm keeping, like, for, to give my son when he's older. Right. I know he's already older. He's in a second law, he's just finishing up his second year of law school. Oh, good for but, him. Um, oh, we're gonna need a lawyer, so good. <laughs> yeah, I told him he's gonna have to get involved in, uh, in, in some of these racing things, you know? I'd like to see him get to be a lawyer for like a big time race club. Yeah, like Hendrick Motorsports or something. Yeah. Well, he loves racing. He absolutely loves it. So who knows? Maybe he will get into something like that. He runs a little NASCAR fantasy league on on Facebook, which is fun. We all have a good time with that. Yeah, I, I did that one year, and I did horrible, so I never did it again. Oh my gosh! Well, you should get involved in his. He is. I'm telling you, you wouldn't believe what he does. Oh my gosh. He has all these stats. He runs spreadsheets all the time. It's it's really amazing. And it's fun. You know, it's just a lot of fun. He actually did something new this year where everybody gets to pick their manufacturer and their um, their uh, sponsors and stuff. And he made cars for That's them cool. and with their numbers on it. Like if you pick, say, Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson wins, you get to see your car in, in victory lane and with doing a burnout. It's so cool. He that really, is pretty, he really that, gets into this stuff. That is really cool. Yeah, sounds like check he's it good out. With, it's NASCAR Fantasy League on Facebook. Sounds like he's good with computers. Well, he has a friend that does iRacing. So the oh, kid okay. that does the iRacing does the burnouts and stuff for everybody, and then we post them on our page. It's really, it's really that, a lot of fun. Oh, that sounds really cool. So speaking of Kyle Larson, what did you think about what he did last year? Wasn't that amazing? Yeah. He is an amazing driver. Yes. I saw, I'll tell you what, the first time I ever saw Kyle Larson, I can't remember what year it was, probably 2006 or seven. they flew him, he was racing Dover, and they flew him into Williams Grove to run Tom Duke's car, and I forget, it It was kind of almost like a nightmare for him because he, did, he didn't do well, and he was going into the return road in turn three, you know, and yeah. he hit the guardrail. I don't know if something broke or whatever, but it was just such a nightmare night for him. And then it was like, yeah, he's mediocre, you know what I mean? But, but, uh, he's just unbelievable. He is just unbelievable. Yeah, I think that he's, uh, I think he's hands down like the greatest driver in the world right now. Not even just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. not even just, not yeah. even just NASCAR or, or sprint cars. He's just flat out the greatest driver in the world right anything now. Anything he gets in. It's, it's kind of like I remember, um, that's Jack a pretty Tewitt. bold statement. You know what I yeah, mean? I love, I love Jack Tewitt. Yeah, he is amazing. He, so that's kind of, he's like a young Jack Hewitt. I, that's what, I, that's what I think of, you know. Not as, not as fiery as Jack, but yeah, like as far as winning <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Jack was very fiery. Yes, yes. I didn't know that side of Jack until somebody brought it out. Cause whenever I talked to Jack, we got along just, you know, fine and I didn't fire him up at all. And my ex fired him up once, but I never really did. Oh, that must, oh, that must have been a classic. <laughs> oh gosh. So are there, are there any drivers out there that you, uh, let's say maybe you don't get along with, you don't invite them over for, uh, you know, family barbecues or anything? Um, yeah, you call, you can all probably remember. 
<laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we all yeah, got we know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, CM. <laughs> yeah, kind of sad. I mean, I I know it's been a long time ago, but it's still not, it's still a nightmare, you know, because that was I just wanted my name on that Thunder on the Hill list so bad, and my name should have been on that list. You know, and it won't be. And people go, oh, well, people who were there know that you, you know, it was your race. I'm like, that doesn't matter. In 50 years, when everybody's dead and gone, my name's not on the list. Nobody's going to remember. But, uh, yeah, that was a sad night because I had just finished, like, I talked to God when I raced. And I had just finished saying, when the car was coming out of four, I just finished saying, this is our race, God. And boom, <laughs> it was gone. Has he, uh, has oh, he ever, well, has, has he ever apologized for that night or anything? Have you talked to him? Well, we've talked. As a matter of fact, that year we were invited to a wedding of a mutual oh, friend boy. and didn't a friend sit us at the same table. And I, you know, I'm, I don't hold grudges. You know what I mean? Cause life is too short. So I gave him a hug like I hug everybody and, you know, I wasn't thrilled, but I gave him a hug like <laughs> I hug everybody. But no, um, I don't recall him ever apologizing, but I recall a lot of people telling me how, um, you know, he just kept saying I should have lifted. Well, when you're leading the race and you're about to win it, you don't lift. You know what I mean? Right. So, anyway, uh, that was a sad thing. He's got a great young driver uh, driving for him now. I don't know if you've, if you've been following, but that uh, Briggs Danner kid, he's uh, he's something special. Well, he's in the 5G, right? In the 5G yes. um, Nissan yep. car. Yep. Yes. I heard he is amazing. So one of these days, I hope to get to see him. I mean, me and me and uh, Phil Gallagher always got along. You know what I mean? So it's not like it. And and I don't not get along with Kurt. It's just a disappointing thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I, I like get if that. I if I'm around Kurt, I'll talk to him. You know, I mean, I I, I won't go out of my way, I guess, but. I won't be rude either because that's not the kind of person that I am. But, um, you know, it, it's just sometimes people have to own things they don't want to own, and there's something there that he doesn't want ownership of. So it, it is what it is. Yeah. But, but the fun night that I had was, was Penn Can, which was a few weeks before that, and uh, I I did awful. Every time we ran at that racetrack, I didn't do so good. As a matter of fact, we um, had been there earlier in the season and got rained out. I finished dead last in the concert, right? So when we went back to race there later in August of that year, um, I was starting dead last in the feature. And they they, uh, shortened the feature from 25 to 20 laps because they they decided to do two 20-lap features instead of two 25s because – you know, there was so much going on that night. And um, one of my crew guys is like, Mayors, maybe you'll finish in the top ten. I'm like, pretty nuts. I hate this place. I hate <laughs> this place. I'll be lucky if I finish, period. And then, I don't know, seven or eight laps went down, and, and a yellow came out, so I'm counting cars, you know. And I was right. like 12th or 11th. And I'm like, gosh, maybe I am going to finish in the top ten tonight. So a yellow came out again. And I was third, and I'm like, holy mackerel, two laps to go. And um, coming out of turn, coming out of turn four, I made the pass, and we won it. It was like amazing, you know. It was like the gift from God. You know what I'm saying? It was just amazing. 
to 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 do that that night, especially when I didn't know if I'd even finish the race. But yeah, so that was pretty good. And then a couple weeks later, we won Delaware with a broken steering box. It was, and then when I came in after we won, Fred goes, he was the owner of 56. What was wrong with you? Sometimes you look like a squirrel. I said, go look at the steering box. It was sliding back and forth. It, because they had it in with zip ties because they had to use somebody else's box and, and, Didn't uh, quite fit. Didn't quite fit. So they had it in with zip ties. And well, of course, with all the g-force and stuff, all the zip ties ended up breaking. So when I basically it was the steering wheel and need, it was kind of, it was floating. You know what I mean? It was just floating. Right. And so we were just fortunate to finish that race, let alone win it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Delaware is a pretty fast track. Yeah. And that, because I wasn't sure what was going on. I'm like, what happened there? What happened? And then I realized this thing is floating. And, you know, I mean, we, we almost didn't win, but we did. And it was, it was, it was pretty special under the circumstances. You know what I mean? And so, then that was a night that, uh, just was crazy. It was a crazy night. So you, you, I mean, I know you said you talked about how, uh, you didn't really like 10 can. You didn't do very well there. Uh, what what track did you dislike the most? Was it Pencan or was there another one that you didn't like? Um, I guess just I guess just Pencan because I would race anywhere and I'd race anything. You know what I mean? I wasn't picky. I just wanted to race. Right. And I mean, I even back in ninety. Trying to think what year it was when Butch Kalen was the president of URC and we were trying to do some asphalt racing to try and get more shows because URC was really not doing well. I didn't have a lot of shows that year. But, um, a lot of the guys didn't want to run, um, the asphalt, but we did. You know, it's just like, put me, if you put me there, I'll, I'll ride. I don't know how good I'm going to do, but I'll drive whatever I can, wherever I can. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Here's a funny story for you. We were at Williams Grove, and it was packed. I think it was the Casey Kane race. And, oh, that's um, your man, they Jennifer. Decided... Yeah. What's that? That's Jennifer's favorite. Oh, yes. really? Yes, well, I am. We, um, they, they usually were doing two cars for for the um, time trials, right? And I yeah. hated time trials. I just did because like everybody, I felt like all eyes were on me if I screwed up. But anyway, so we're out for time trials. This night they put three cars on the track at a time because we had so many cars there that night. Right. So I'm coming out of turn four on the first lap. Oh my God, there's Gary Golub. And I, for, you know how you just think for a second and you lose your time? Oh, absolutely. I'm like, am I allowed to pass him? I said to myself, <laughs> am I allowed to, so, I, I took that second, you know what I mean? And screwed right. up my time. But then I ended up passing and he came up to me later and he goes, I've never been lapped in time trials. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a little laughing matter between Gary and I for a while. That was fun. Wow, that's, that's awesome. So uh, you, you definitely had a very, uh, I would say very, uh, successful career, you know, uh, in the sprint car world. I loved every minute of it. You know, I mean, there was bad times and there was good times, but I wouldn't change it. I'd only change one night. You know, I'd only change one night. My list, my name would be on that list. But other than that, 
it was a, it was a fun time. I I made a lot of good friends. Um, and people are just wonderful, you know. Maris, before we let we let you go, is there anybody who you would like to thank? I'd like to thank everybody that followed me and believed in me and came up to make friends with me because that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Yeah, you definitely gained a lot of fans over the years. Yeah, and it's really fun. You know, I, I go places sometimes and people will come up. I don't always remember names, but I do usually remember faces. And it's really neat to have people come up and be like, aren't you Mayor Stelfox? And it just, it just puts a smile on my face, you know, because life is too short to not enjoy it. Absolutely. And, you know, you got to make people feel special, too. So I always have tried to do that. Thank you, Maris, for coming on. It was a pleasure. It was great hearing your stories. I've always been a fan and always will be. Thank you so much for doing okay. this. Take it some time out for us. Thank you so much. I appreciate you thinking of me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you. Same to you guys. Good Thank night. you. Good night. That was the Lady Outlaw, Mayor Stell Fox. What a that was sweetheart. fun. Yeah, she, oh, she's just like, what you heard, what, how we went to the interview, that's what she's like in the pitch. You go up to her and there, she's just very personable. That's awesome. Hopefully in a pretty, ba- yeah, in a pretty badass, she was a pretty badass driver back in her day. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, that's that. I mean, think about it now, I don't think there is any females racing URC right now, is there? Not that I know. Well, I mean, then. <laughs> women. Real women. Oh, oh, real women. With, yeah. Oh, real okay. women. Oh, wow. yeah. Uh, yeah, no, not that I know of. I think um, the only female I could think of is, um, oh, man, I can't. Harley White in the ASCS. I think she's still racing in that. Oh, yeah. That's me. No, that was a, a real that was a, woman. That was, a, that was a cool interview. Uh, so moving forward, tomorrow, we have Super Dirt Car Series. Still after- freezing. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope not. No, please don't. I hope not. <laughs> I'm going to be nah. highly disappointed. <laughs> I think it would be a... I can't revisit this. I think it would be a good race. Uh... Because there was a lot of guys that were fast last time, last year. No? Brian has, uh, fallen off the rocker. I don't know what the hell's going on here. You can't breathe. Somebody call CPR for that man. You know what? Maybe not. Let him go. <laughs> Check the message. He's quiet. I did check the message. <laughs> we saw. Yeah, we, we saw the messages. <laughs> oh boy. I don't even know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> even, getting to, oh. getting to Josh, getting to Josh's stash of that, uh, wacky tobacco. Wow, I don't, on. I don't know, man. A little touch of the giggle bush or something going on over here. <laughs> giggle bush. <laughs> um, yeah, so Freezer's probably going to win tomorrow night. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
Uh, Shepard was the fastest car there last year before he broke. Decker was fast. Uh, there's a couple guys that were pretty Decker fast. Decker was close. Um, oh yeah, we have to make our bet too. <laughs> uh, we have to make our bet. I, I already know who I want to pick, so. Oh, you're, well, you know what Decker for tomorrow, right? Oh yeah. Oh, we have to keep the same two guys? Alright, we can do that. Yeah, I think you have to keep the same two guys. Alright. Alright, Billy Decker. Billy Decker was close last, last year. Yeah, he was fast. He was real fast. <laughs> Just ran out of laps. Yeah, he would have had him. He would have had Stu. Well, Stu had no more right rear left. No, he didn't. Actually, if Matt didn't break, Matt, that was Matt's race, but he broke. Yep. It's going to be, um, I, I would say uh, Decker, Mahaney, then Shepard. There's my top three. Ooh. I'm still, I'm still, I'm, I'm still on the Mahaney ride because he's, he's consistent still. Yeah. Yeah. He really is. Except that Honda <laughs> right now. He's, he's having a little rough beginning, but he'll get it figured out. Yeah, of course. I feel like Fonda's not an easy track to run. It, it's not. No? It's not. And they're doing, he's doing redraws up there for the features, too. They're not handicapping? I, this is what, the third week now? Yeah, done I, I'm assuming this is, I take it this is the second week of points. Not, not yet. This is the third week of handicap. That's a different way to do it, I guess. I don't know if I really like it. I don't like, I don't like it. I don't like, I don't like the redraw when you get your, especially in the series race, when you start to get the points go, is she, I, I just think you should be handicapped. That's my opinion. Well, and then, you know, super dirt car tomorrow, it's going to be group time trials and then you start, you start heads up in your heat race from time trials. So. The fast guys start up front in the yep. race. Which are, we can pick yes. them right now. We can pick our, we can yeah. pick the top 12, not necessarily in running order who would start the 100 lap, or we can pick them right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'd be dead on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, it's just, it gets old. Uh, I, there's I, I gotta think, be another way. I think they should at least invert the top four in each time group or something. Do like USAC does, because USAC, when they go out, I don't know if you see it, with their time trial, if you're quick time, you're starting pretty much last in your heat. They invert the, the, the time trials for your heats. Yeah. I, I yeah, I all right, what about for the feature? Do a re, I don't like, I don't like the redraw. I, I don't, I don't, I'm starting not to like it. Yeah, I don't know how else. Points. For what, points. A, reven- a, re- a revenge draw. I don't know. I mean, because then you know, because then you know, if if you draw twelve, you're going to automatically give it to the guy that's been the hottest. You know what I mean? So somebody yeah, draws, here's, yeah, here's still, you know, yeah, here's right still, here's still, yeah, here's still, yeah, or 12. even Shepard, one of those guys. But I definitely give it to still. Yeah, I'd give it to still. I, I just don't know how it's points, 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 points. Yeah, points. You know what's crazy? I was actually looking at Super Dark Car Series points today. And Stu's won all three super dirt car races so far this year, but he only has a 40 point lead. 40? 40. Over or 40, Mahaney? 40, 43, I think. Yeah, 43 over Mahaney. Yeah, that's not a lot. You think no. it'd be like, oh, he's got at least a 150 point lead. Yeah, but Mahaney's been very consistent. Yeah, and it's, and it's, the top five is only separated by 64 points. Yeah, that's not a lot. And don't, no. 
<clears throat> and Mike hasn't won any races yet, and he's going to. Well, you want to Albany Saratoga? I'm, I'm talking. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm talking about on the series. Oh well, nobody has this year except for Stu. Right. You know. So. Yes, Mike did win at Albany Saratoga. I heard it was a really, really good race. Yeah. I. What is Albany Saratoga? Like three eighths mile. Yeah, about that. Yeah, I, a little bit bigger. Yeah, a little bit bigger than Grandview. I think it reminds me of Grandview a little bit. It's it's a pretty cool track. Definitely worth to go go to. Go. Except they only pay fourteen hundred to win every week. Check out. Uh, this Friday night, uh, I believe. Yeah. This, yes, they run. What? What's that? Utica Rome. Yeah, this Friday night, Utica Rome's first race. Yes. Now let's see who goes. Who's yeah, going where? Does Utica Rome? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Will the Niners go to Utica Rome? I think so. We know the Colonel will be there, Mike Maresca. I really don't think the Niners wants to go to Outlaw. Now, I what? <laughs> huh, I for the life for the life of me, I can't figure out why. Yeah, me either. Huh? He's so good there. He's very. You just. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's real good there, huh? <laughs> for me, me, I would. He took, hey, he took, hey, he took more, uh, just the, (laughs) he took a little bit more home win of last year into just the championship. Yeah. You know, you know, it'd be Uh, crazy if, like, it was leaked later, like, 10, 15 years from now, like, that was part of, like, a bet. Whoever won the championship also got the, you know what I mean? Got the, (laughs) the trophy? The the trophy, yeah. The the, the trophy, yeah. For you, those that watching at home. Yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy? The grand prize? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, Something Mike. like that would happen, too. You know? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Next on Maury. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack Laner wins his first. I think it's his first modified win, too, at Fonda. Like his first career modified yeah. win. I th- yeah, I think it is his first career modified win. And so do it at the old the old girl up in Fonda, New York. He looked pretty good. He started on the pole. I mean, because of the redraw, but hey. outside pole. Was it outside? I thought Jessica was out. Yeah, like you have to have a freezing on the front row. So yes, he started Jessica, outside Jessica, pole. He yeah, Jessica. I, and I only know this because I saw him correct somebody. Actually, our boy Joe. Our boy <laughs> Joe. Our boy Joe said. Our boy Joe said, "Oh, because he started on it's because he started on the pole." And Jack commented, "He said outside pole." <laughs> okay, so what if Jessica won? The only reason she won is because she started on the pole. You know, like it, you say to this, uh, uh, uh Shepherd. <laughs> Needs to be a theme going here. Yeah. Oh, who's next? Who's next? <laughs> like a. Like Bill Goldberg, it's Matt Shepardberg. Who's next? <laughs> uh, um, she looked, she looked, she looked pretty good early on and started to fade a little bit. Has she ever won a modified race? I don't think so. She's won sprint car races though, right? Or no? I don't know. That's a good question too. She might have what? You'd have to look in the ESS stats. We should have got her on the show this month too. We got like a women's team going on. I know. I know, Jennifer. Well, we'll have Josh on, maybe. Because <laughs> next week is, next week's the New Pulse Nightmare, Allison Ricky. Yep. Third generation driver. 
I was there. To see, I was even there to see her grandfather race Jennifer. Wow. Yeah. That's what I say. Wow. I mean, now, now her dad and her uncle both race, right? Her father, yeah. Her father's Rich Rifke Jr. Her, uh, her uncle's, uncle's Mike. Mike. Uncle Mike, yeah. Just call me Uncle Mike. They was good. They were pretty good. They were good at Accord. Pretty decent at Orange County. Pretty good up at Afton. Five mile point. Any tracks like that. They're, they're pretty good. They're pretty decent. The old man or her grandfather used to go down to Nazareth back in the day. He'd do Flemington and stuff like that. We really got to try to get this try, try track series going. I've been thinking of that. We got, and, we got, well, Mr. yes, Rose I would absolutely board. love it, but how the hell are we going to get a New York track involved? Well, we're going to have Brett Hearn on the show. Right, but. The rules. <laughs> but it has to be small block. It has to be small block. Okay, fine. What about tires? Ooh. That's an issue. That's going to be an issue. You got Hoosier versus American Racer. I know. I've been thinking about this. I, well, I'd love it. I would absolutely love to see another PA Jersey in New York Tri Track Series like when I was a kid. We'll get, we'll get, <laughs> Hearn's, we'll get Hearn's opinion. And, uh... Yes, we can. Because obviously they've run American racers at Orange County when Dayo come in there. So I don't know. We'll get we'll get Mr. Hearn. Yeah, but, but will, will he get in trouble for that? Does yeah, we'll have to get his opinion on it because Doug's open to it. So we got one guy on or in. And so now we got to schedule Tina Rogers to be on the show so we can get her right. Opinion. And then we're gonna go into winter meetings with all three of them. We're gonna get something done. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to see it because all three tracks are well. Obviously, Orange County is my home, and the other two are only a couple hours from me. I could go to all three of them, right? Which would and be I'd, very cool. And think about if you if you draw those three tracks on a triangle on a map, just think about all the drivers located in the middle of that triangle, where their shops are. There is a lot. So I think yeah. very successful. Well, flat. Well, figure Flemington, Nazareth, Orange County. So that's close to that that would be close to that triangle yeah and yes we had we had some great drivers from all all three tracks it was it was a great it was a great great series yeah i think honestly if they sat down i would agree i agree with the small block figure out something if you want to run your dirt oh dirt spec and then their whatever they're open is you can find some happy medium there the tires is going to be the issue you have tires two American gonna, races versus a Hoosier track. Tires are going to be issuing if for them to run a dirt, dirt, uh, spec motor, you're probably going to give them some kind of weight break. And it's not going to be much because there's not much horsepower difference, but the PA spec motors are, do make a little bit more power. Right. Than the dirt legal spec motor. So there's going to have to be like probably like a 25 pound weight break or something. They can figure that out. Doug yeah. has worked on cars. Tina's been around it. And, of course, you know, we all know Brett's history in racing. They can figure something out what works yeah. for everybody. I agree. I think it's going to be the tires. <clears throat> the tires is going to be the issue. Yep. Unless you can, hey, you can bring your American races up to our Hoosiers. I, I don't know. But then Ryan Watts said that there's it, there's no happy medium between no, between the two. He, goes, yeah. he said just, he said no. <laughs> just straight up no. So well, here's a here's a kicker, or here's the here's a thought. Maybe maybe tire, they run, a tire allowance. No, no, no. Maybe they run whatever tire company 
helped sponsor the series. You have three promoters in there. So, yeah, so what if... Okay, now, all can all, we, we all know they can all pull sponsorship. Who's the one who gets it done? Who would you... Out of those three that we named, out of Tina, Doug, and Brett, who are you going to get the sponsorship? Brett. Who would you pick? Brett. I would... I, I would Brett. Brett. Yep. <laughs> I would, too. No, and that's no disrespect to, to Doug. Oh, no, because Brett's going to bring corporate stuff in. They don't call yeah. him the corporate Brett for nothing. Exactly. He's going to bring big money in. I mean... I mean, and yeah, I think he is. He's just going to. He's got yeah, United he's... Rental sponsoring Orange County. Look at the uh, points purse funds. Yeah, exactly. Twenty-five thousand, ten thousand. I think if you win both, it's fifty grand. Well, it looks like it's Hoosier so... like tires for the series. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Good years. <laughs> That's what they should do. Just bring in a totally different tire that nobody runs. Yeah, like but then Springfield or something. But then it'll get too expensive. Yeah, because. You can only run them for that series, you know. They used to run good years back, you know, way back when. Yeah, back, back then the, there was really back no. Back in the 90s. Like no tire rule like we have now. Yeah, that was, it was more of an open tire rule, wasn't it? Yeah, like I said, the upstate boys were Troyers and McCreary's. Next, the longer races, they would run Hoosiers because Hoosiers had the harder compounds. Right. But you had, you could bring McCreary's down, say, I don't know, you're having a school series race back then is what it was called. You could show up with it, uh, if you want, you're running McCreary's, you're running McCreary's. You want to run Hoosiers? Okay, that's whatever. Want to run Goodyear? Run Goodyear. Yeah, you want to run Goodyear? Run, you want to run Goodyear on your right rear and whatever? Okay. Uh, I think actually Airport Speedway, which we talked about with, uh, uh, Mares, I believe yeah. Airport Speedway is an open tire rule. Now what is that? Is that asphalt? No, it's dirt. It's How big eight, is it? Like an eight, it's an eighth mile, that eighth mile little track by you? Yeah, I think it's like an eighth mile bull ring. Dude, you gotta take your little man there when he gets old enough. Just. Yeah, well that's what, if, if he gets into, uh, quarter midget, that's where he'll be racing. Yeah, you're, you're right there. Yeah. They race quarter midgets on another track that they have on the property on Sundays. You should try to work something out and get tow money out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this kid right here is a future champion. Yeah. I need tow money if you want to come race there. I mean, we literally, I can walk, you're five minutes walking, I'm going to need tow money. I'm going to need tow money. Yeah, you, you, Parker can just drive his car, literally his race car, to the track. Yeah. yeah. No trailer, no nothing. I've been meaning to go there. Uh, uh, they do run the 600 micros there, which they're from fun. what I hear put on a really good show they're there. Fun. They're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun to watch on that size track. They, they're fun. Yeah. I think a lot of guys that run Bridgeport on Friday nights come down and run Airport on Saturday nights. You never know. Hey, if you're not really, you're 15 minutes from me, you know, you know. Yeah, who cares? I you mean, don't feel like going anywhere really like, specifically. I'm just going to go down the road and check this track out. Yeah, I think it's only like 10 bucks to get in. Yeah, you know that's I mean? another thing too. Yeah. See, I wish Oak Valley by me would run 600 micros and stuff. I'd go there more. Actually, there's a restaurant down the street from us, uh, one of the servers there. Uh, her daughter runs a 270 micro at airport. I've seen them. They're, I tell you, they're pretty neat too. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty cool. I like anything with motor and wheels. I think it has to be on the, the, the proper size track for whatever you're running. Put, too. put lawnmowers <laughs> out there and I'll watch it. Yeah. At Lebanon Valley. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, 
yeah. But you don't, but you don't take the deck off, and, and you have to have it lowered to at least the number four with with the blade on. Damn right. What do you think, Jeff? That'll be like the sportsman class or something. Oh, there you go. It might work. So I was watching, um. You got Friday got, night. You got guys, you got their guys with lawnmowers and they got their, like their head ducked down trying to draft down the back straightaway at Lebanon Valley. Like, like one arm, like the bikes, like the bike yeah. guys, like this. Yeah. <laughs> They're just, all of a sudden they just tuck in like this. They got the dumbass bike helmets on to make themselves more aerodynamic. It's like the Talladega of lawnmower racing. Yeah. Oh, dude, we gotta make this happen. There you go. Uh, they run like six feet of offset on the some bitches to get around the banks. Gotta get a hold of Howie. Yeah, we'll have to talk to Brett. Brett yeah, he's got connections. Yeah, yeah, he's very well connected. Um, so I was watching the USAC midget race from uh, where the hell were they? Kokomo. So the first four ten sprint car heat took like. I don't even know how long. It was, must have been a half an hour. They just kept flipping. I mean, that's a pretty... Uh, that's all that was, was just nothing but flips in the first heat. That's a, a small... Tight, pretty tight track. Yeah, it was I, I, don't even know what, I don't even know what size it is. I think I want to call it a big quarter. But she's tight. Yeah, she's a big quarter. And Brady Bacon won the 410, and I couldn't make it to the freaking A-Main division. It's Friday night. Bacon. He's, uh, he's on fire. He's on fire right now. Isn't, isn't he scheduled to be a guest on the show? No. I gave him his date. He just has to say yes. That's a oh, nice. wait. You <laughs> actually had contact? There was like a back and forth? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I spoke to him face to face. I talked to him face to face first. Yeah, remember, we don't have to hold her hand to go talk to drivers. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer <laughs> talks to drive. Jennifer talks to people. Jennifer's in the yeah. customer service business. Gosh. The money laundering business. The money laundering business. Oh, yeah, by the way, cool. but you have to have good customer service to succeed at. Right. Yeah, you have to have the gift of gab. Yes. So when is and your DVD set coming out, Jennifer? My what? Your DVD set on how to launder money. money. No, that's my own thing. I ain't sharing that information. It's not the money we can make off of it. <laughs> yeah, see how? <laughs> yeah. DVDs. See? That's, that's oh, the Josh yeah. in you right there. Okay. <laughs> Just make sure. Listen, if they, shit goes down, all things point to Josh. That's it. Okay. We'll so make sure you set his, yeah, set his ass up. Yeah. We have family, so we we shouldn't be allowed. We shouldn't have to go to prison. Josh should. Josh is yeah, gonna get he's burned. Single. Yeah. But is he though? Shelby. Come on, give a shout out. What's up? <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. Are we ready to pick a grand champion yet? Or are we doing this uh big bet or you wanna wanna wait till next week? Let's do the let's do the big bet next week. That way, because I need a little bit of time to You want in on this, Jennifer? To ponder my decisions. I guess I can. Yeah, never mind. You you don't even know half the drivers. I'm going to a super dirt series race okay. and I know the forty four and the nine ass. Meanwhile, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer. Did he ever race that Grandview? <laughs> yes, with the dirt cars race there. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, well, Billy Decker, you should go say hi to Billy. Actually, actually, the nine S has won a super dirt car race at Grandview. Mhm. Oh. Yes, he has. 
That was cool when they used to race there, but they don't do it anymore. Well, whose fault was that? I don't know. That was years ago. I used oh. to go that night for to watch Doug Hoffman all the time. Because that was the only time he would come there. I think he won the championship 2002. Super Dirt Carter? Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, 2002? Yeah, because early 2000s. Yeah. Um... I heard it cost, I heard it cost, oh, something, like a bad deal, or I don't know. It costs a lot of money to have those guys show up. I thought they rent the track out. No, I, no, Dale rents the tracks out. Oh, Dale rents the tracks That would be a Tina Rogers question. But I believe that you have to pay the WRG, whatever their fee is, to have them come to your track. I think, I, I believe so. But yes, that would be a Tina Rogers question. Absolutely. How does this work? You they would to, bank money though. They get full. You have to pay. Does the track have to pay out the purse as well? That's included. No, Super Dirt Series was because you you paid them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think so in order for the track to make its money back, whatever the fee is, that's why the prices are what thirty thirty five dollars. Because they got to make. They gotta make that back and then make a profit for tonight also, obviously. Right. So everybody bitches and complains, but guys, that's how it that's how it works. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, you know, if you can find a cheaper way, you know, have your own track. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then let us know. So what's up for this Saturday, kids? Jennifer, it's, I know what you're doing. It was nineteen ninety one when Doug won the championship. Ninety one? Ninety one. No. Do you already graduated high school? No way. <laughs> yeah, dude. I used to, I thought it was 2000, who won, Steve Payne won in 2002. I didn't. 2000. 2000, yeah. Alright, who won in 2002? Alan Johnson. Alan Johnson, yeah. 2000. Have I heard of this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Billy Decker. Alan Johnson. Um, let me think. 2003. A- who was who was the rookie of the year? 2003. Alan Johnson. No. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Shepard. Yes. Who won in 2004? Charlie Rudolph. Oh. Charlie Rudolph did win one. I don't know when. Steve Payne. No, Steve Payne was 2000. His only one. Oh, uh, Tim Fuller. Nope, Tim Fuller was 2005. You're dancing around it. <laughs> Why am I, I got one of them, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, and this is, I believe this is the only one he won. The only one at once, yeah. Tim Fuller. Oh, Tim Fuller was 2005. Oh, uh, I'm not dancing around it, I'm trying to think. He's only got one. Only got one. 2000 Jimmy Phelps. No. I'm going won. cold. I'm going way he, cold now, right? He, he won four series races that year. So, Justin Ayers was the rookie of the races. year that year. That's a big boy, too. Hmm? Have I heard of this guy? Absolutely, you've heard of this guy. <laughs> you've absolutely <laughs> heard of this guy. Now, oh, if we're man. talking to Josh, on the other hand... Actually, Jennifer probably doesn't even know who this guy is. I know who he is. You know who he is. 
I'm stumped. I'm really, I'm stumped. 2004. Let me give you the answer. No, give me a clue. Without giving it away. Yeah, that's the tough part. Have uh, I, alright, have I seen him race? Oh god, I'm sure. 2004. Uh. His only championship. Big block championship. Well, the only Super Dirt Card Series championship. Upstate guy. Uh, you could say that. He's raced at Fulton. I think he's full time at Fulton for a little while. He has, uh, 18 career short track, or Super Dirt Car Series wins. I said Phelps. At a, no, not Phelps. <laughs> he, he has, no. he has no. 30, he has 36 career wins at Canadagua. Oh, come on. He's had a, he's had a, I wouldn't say he's had like a, he's had a decent career. He hasn't, he wasn't like a. Like spectacular. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a well-known driver. I just, he's got 75, oh no, this only goes back to 2002. I'm sure he had a lot more wins before 2002. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Man, he doesn't have any wins at Fulton. At least from 2002 on. Ready to give up? Yeah. Yeah. Gary Tompkins. Damn it, man. As soon as you said you're ready to give up, I'm like, it's going to be Gary Tompkins. <laughs> yes, I've seen Gary race. Yeah, no, I think I'll agree with you. Uh, I call his career solid. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hey, you got a series championship. He's yeah. won a couple big races. He's 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 a solid driver. Um, guess who was the series rookie of the year in two thousand five? Two thousand five. That's it. Uh, Stuart Friesen. Yep. That was sixteen years ago. Wow. Guess who's never won a Super Dark Car Series championship and they were the rookie of the year in 2005? <laughs> Stuart Friesen. Stuart Friesen. <laughs> oh wait, no, wait, um. <laughs> Stewie Free Free. Wow, this is crazy. Eric Rudolph was rookie of the year in 2014. I forget how young he is. Yeah, he's only in his 20s. What year yeah. is his father? His father won a, a series championship. What year? Oh. Eighty six. Eighty six? Eighty six. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Charlie was uh Charlie was solid. Charlie's Charlie's a good runner. Very good runner. Mm-mm-mm. All right, well you wanna wrap this thing up? Yeah, it's time to go night night. We would like again to thank Mayor Stell Fox for coming on the show. Wrap this up. Um, for my co-host Michael Clark Griswold, Jennifer hey. the Money Launder Houseman, <laughs> me I'm the Mouth. Have a good night, and you've been Black Flag. Shut the fuck up.